Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services. Hi, I'm Sharon McNamara, and you are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. Let me share a little bit about my background before we get started. I am the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, a boutique real estate firm that is home to over 30 real estate sales and marketing consultants who service home buyers and home sellers throughout Boston, the South Shore, the South Coast, and Cape Cod. Our firm takes pride in assisting our clients in the next chapter of their lives by taking a holistic approach to their real estate endeavors. We believe that every move should be a moving experience. Every week, my real estate team member, Mary Baker, and I, along with the director of Boston Connect Real Estate, Melissa Wallace, provide you with our unique marketing approach to selling homes and share with you our expertise in navigating the home buying process. We like to mix it up sometimes, so not only will you hear our perspective on real estate topics, but you will hear the expert thoughts and opinions of some of our real estate agents at Boston Connect Real Estate and the preferred professionals that we trust. Be part of our roundtable. If you have any questions during the show, please call 781-837-4900. We'd love to talk real estate. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and wherever you listen to podcasts at Talk Real Estate Roundtable. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me and my team or one of the dedicated agents at Boston Connect Real Estate to discuss your real estate needs, you can connect with us at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. Now, sit back, relax, take good notes, and let's talk real estate. And hello to all our South Shore neighbors. You are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable, and I'm still eating my breakfast, so I was caught <laughs> off guard. Yes, um, and you're doing great. Go ahead. Thanks. My name is Melissa Wallace, and I am joined live in studio with the one and only Sharon McNamara. Good morning. Good morning. Broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, who is the sponsor of our show, along with Sharon and Mary's real estate team. And uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna party today. Yeah, we're gonna party I'm just like in this mood 1999. Now. I am. I'm in a good mood. I love doing my shows with Melissa on Saturday mornings, and uh, she always brings me a coffee. I forgive Kate for last week for not <laughs> knowing that that's the protocol when yeah. you host with me. <laughs> I know. I have to sort of let everybody know when I'm not here. They get to bring you a coffee. Yeah. And we, of course, have Tim in studio at WATD. He's in, sitting in the Marshfield office, and uh, good morning, Tim. <laughs> good morning, ladies. Pleasure to be with you. Uh, what's for breakfast, Melissa? Um, I had one of those, like, Belvita like, breakfast. <laughs> oh, those are good. Cracker thing. Yeah. What, what flavor? Good. The blueberry? I like the blueberry, yeah. Yeah, those are yummy. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I had the blueberry. So yeah. now it's like all, you know, stuck in my teeth and stuff. Yeah. So yeah. I went but but they're healthier this. for you than, than say, you know, a, a greasy sandwich or something. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to trying to be healthier. Yes. Yeah, health, yeah. health, darling. We, yes. have, we have a wedding coming up. Yeah, we have oh, a wedding. Oh, wow, that's a good up. reason. Okay, yeah. 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 We have all a right. wedding and uh, yeah. and then, you know, life. We're trying to get yeah. through life. Exactly. <laughs> life on a better note. Since we're talking about breakfast, can I tell you what I had? It was so good. I woke up this morning and... I mean, bacon is good anytime. I oh, just woke yeah. Up, I was like, I want bacon. So mm. I looked, and Mark makes the best bacon. Why? Nice. It just, it's just very good. And I don't think, it doesn't matter what brand it is. It doesn't matter. He has a way of, I don't know if it's a slow cook or what it is, but like it's a whole piece. You know what I mean? It isn't like frivoled up and shriveled up and oh, it's like yeah. evenly cooked. It's mm. perfect. So I had three slices of that. Do you like crispy that. or do you like a little like, I like it in between. Mm. I don't like limp bacon. I like the bubble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like a limp bacon. I don't like a too burnt bacon. Yeah. I don't like it crunchy. Yeah, yeah but yeah. that's right. what I had. Yeah, and then I've been making these little, um, this is so easy to do. Tim, do you like eggs? Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah. so, and do you like peppers? 
Uh, yeah, I do. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, great. So easy to do, right? So, hey, everybody, you are listening to a radio show, but it is our show, so we get to talk about whatever we want. And today, it just happens to be eggs. So I take... Which I'm allergic to. Yeah, I know. Aww. So yeah, she so she can't relate with Wham. me. So um, I just take six eggs, and I put a little water in it, scramble them all up, and then I have like a pancake, you know, thing. But then I get the, the mini um, pans for like cupcakes and muffins. Mm-hmm. And I just put, you know, enough in there. So if you eat four of them, it's like having one egg. And then I just chop up red and green peppers, put it in. Then I top it off with a little feta. I stick it in the oven, put salt and pepper on top. When I'm telling you these little nuggets are delicious, they, I think they sell them at Dunkin' Donuts. But, like, homemade ones are so much better. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. So that's that's what I have for breakfast. Nice. Aren't you happy? Aren't Very you happy nice. you asked? With bacon. Yes. <laughs> With bacon. Mark nice. made me bacon, yeah. Nice. So do you want to tell all of our listeners about what our show is today and uh, sort of <clears throat> what prompted it maybe without complete details to give away? Yeah, anything? I mean, I feel like when we have like a really set plan of what we're going to be talking about, it's always because it somehow made its way into our lives this week. Um, and we're like, this is a really great topic to talk about on the show. So um, we're going to be talking about um, final walkthroughs. So... Um, Um, I I think that we should do it from sort of the buy side perspective and like the sell side perspective. Um, And I know that we have this agenda, this fabulous agenda now. Um, But, you know, we're just going to be talking about the importance of doing a final walkthrough. So whether you are purchasing a home, why you should be doing a final walkthrough, should you be doing it the day of, the the night before, you know, anytime before. Um, And if you are selling your home, what should be expected of you, um, you know, to be allowing the the buyer to come in and do their final walkthrough, which is their right as a buyer to -hmm. to make sure that the home is sort of in tip-top shape or however you guys decided the home was going to be left in, um, which is important to note. Um, But also for getting back to buyers is like making sure that buyers know what to look for when they're walking through their their home Mm -hmm. right before they purchase it. Yeah. And I know that there's different thoughts on this and um, we have invited, just so you know, we are live on Facebook and we are on Zoom and I put a link out there to, uh, there's a morning crew of people that I hang out with on Clubhouse and um, I put an open invite out to them because I thought it would be interesting as well to have other viewpoints from other agents around the country and uh, we can find out where they are. So if you're ever thinking about moving into that area, hey, we have an instant agent for you for that area. So uh, it looked like for a minute there, some people were trying to log on. So hopefully uh, they will be joining us. Uh, We can get some information you know, how are things in different states? And you know, in the past, I've had some great agents on with me. Um, I was actually talking, Anna was one of them. She is in Pennsylvania and uh, she was on with us. And it's just really nice to get different insight because it's nice to keep our show hyper local because we're on a local radio station. But it's also important to know what's going on around the country because generally speaking, it, it circles around somewhere, yeah. right? Well, not just that. I mean, we, um, the, the Grady's have a great new listing in Hanover. And I know that they have at least two potential buyers looking at the house that are from other states. Yeah. Um, so they're doing virtual tours or they're flying in and looking at the house. So, mm. um, you know, it's not just everyone's moving out of Massachusetts. Yeah. It's everybody is moving into Massachusetts, and too. And, you know, that's a really good segue to a little bit off topic. But I know, you know, as a boutique firm, um, you know, sometimes people 
people will say, oh, well, you know, when, you know, if you're interviewing several agents, um, you know, they'll say, oh, well, I have a reload department. It doesn't really matter. Like, whoever you're listening to. No matter where you're moving, you're relocating. (laughs) There's this thing called the internet right now. So, like, everybody can see it. And I was actually at Jim and Tracy's uh, broker open house yesterday. What a beautiful house that is. I know. On Broadway. What number Broadway is it? I think it's 280. Yeah. Um, Broadway in Hanover. Beautiful, beautiful house. And I was there when an agent came in and she was Zooming, uh, doing a Zoom call with one of her clients and uh, doing a tour. And then another agent came in with his client from Colorado. So, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I went to, uh, we were two ships passing in the night, a.k.a. Two cars. Two, two, two cars passing on Broadway. Um, but yeah, it's 280 Broadway in Hanover. It's a beautiful house. Um, they're doing an open house tomorrow, uh, June 4th from 11 to 1. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was it's great. And they even had said, you know, somebody's doing a virtual tour. And I was like, I bet their client's out of state. Yep, absolutely. Or- Which was great that you, you know, the agent... They had set up the showing as a virtual showing, yeah. um, sort of indicating that their client mm-hmm. was not going to be with them, which I feel like is important yeah. to just be honest yeah. about. And they have enough trust in their agent to do that. I sold a house um, in the Meadows in Pembroke that way. My client was in Florida. I just had sold her house here, snowboarding, and a house came up in the Meadows, which is in Pembroke, and that's where your uncle lives. Yes. And... Um, I just did a virtual tour and they ended up buying it, and um, which is nice. And I actually have a new listing coming on in the Meadows, so that will be coming soon. Um, the other thing, too, is I, I definitely cannot let this morning go by. I wanted the show to sort of start. <laughs> uh, today, I want to wish my daddy a happy birthday. So happy birthday, Dad. Happy birthday, Nanu. Um, 86. Francois. Francois is 86 oh years old today. I remember when he turned 80 and he went on that little cruise. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, he's so yeah. cute. Yep, so he is 80. So happy birthday, Dad. I love you. And um, I will be catching up with you a little bit later today. So Our uh, number one listener. Uh, number one listener. Well, after Liz. T- well, tied with Liz. <laughs> yeah, tied with Liz. I, I think Liz, Liz, Liz does a better job because at least she interacts with us. My father just listens. He'll call in the middle of the show. <laughs> he does. He'll call in the middle of the show or he'll call me right afterwards. But uh, speaking of calls... Uh, you want to let everybody know how they can get in touch with us? If yeah, they have if any you want to join in on the discussion, um, you can call into the studio, 781-837-4900. We are live on Facebook, so if you are a little shy and don't want to call in, um, just give us a holler on there. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Boston Connect Real Estate, and then we're, you know, we've been shared everywhere, so catch us there. Awesome, awesome. All right, so let's get into um, our topic here. So uh, the importance of and understanding what the final walkthrough is. Here's the other thing too, and this is why I I really hope that some people from, um, I don't see anybody in our waiting room right now. I thought that I saw somebody pop up. Yeah, I saw somebody popping in, but but I don't know if they got shy. Yeah, Um, but if you have any, you know, ideas or any comments, questions about the final walkthrough, 781-837-4900. And if you have any horror stories, I don't know why horror stories are my favorite stories. What'd your your mom say? My mom goes, happy birthday, Francois. You raised raised a good one. Oh, thank you, Liz. Oh, that's so sweet. And I agree. I'm the favorite. I agree. I'm the favorite. I can say that. I think I'm the favorite, too. You are the favorite, for sure. Um, So let's get right into it. So um, what part did you want to discuss first? Did you want to start with? Well, let's just, like, sort of get to the point of like what is a final walkthrough mm-hmm. so when you are talking to a client okay mm-hmm. say that you're the listing agent and you are explaining what a final walkthrough is to a seller what do you say 
Oh, I like that you're looking right at me this morning. Um, so what I say is, you know, well, when, and, and again, I sort of, I like to go through the whole process when we begin. Like, what is this whole process going to look like? So I let them know before we close, we will be having a final walkthrough. So you get to go through the house and you have to make sure that the house, it will say it in your purchase and sales agreement. So as you or may, you may or may not know, the state of Massachusetts is a two-contract uh, state. So we go from offer to purchase to purchase and sales agreement. And in that purchase and sales agreement, it will say that at that final walkthrough, the house should be in the same similar condition that it was when the client had last seen it or when they had put in their offer yeah. and, and everything else. Except all your stuff should be out. Exactly. <laughs> and no holes in the walls. And, and that's, I think, too, is you want to make sure that um, it always says broom swept condition, mm-hmm. but this is going to be something that I am going to change and I'm going to uh, talk to Mary um, about making some changes. What a deep cleanse. Yeah. Like, I just think that it makes sense. There's a lot going on the last day when you're moving out, you're against time, you're working. Um, You know, recently I had a client that was on vacation and a a senior in high school, you know, they had a senior in high school, so they have all these activities going on. There is a lot going on. So, like, that final clean, you know, to them is, all right, it looks a lot better than it did... two days ago, right? Because it was upside down. You have boxes everywhere and you're doing the best you can. There is nothing in my mind that thinks that anybody leaves a house a little untidy with malice. Yeah. Unless, of course, I I have to say it, every, it seems a lot of times when we have divorce situations, I have had more nightmares about divorce situations Mm -hmm. and the condition of the house. But usually one person doesn't want to leave, so... Well, or one person is left there to do all the work after 20 years of being married, you know, so they get a little resentful. And I I completely understand the emotions of it. But when I hear, well, this was a divorce situation, it was like, I don't care. My client is buying your house. And here I am with Mary. How many houses have we been sweeping? And it always seems to be in the freaking summer when it's hot as hell out. Me and Mary are in there, you know, sweeping with, you know, dressed to go to a closing. It's sweeping and vacuuming and moving things, picking up underwear and like, come on. Yeah. Oh, see, I'm just getting myself riled up. Yeah, you're giving me a a heat stroke over here. Getting really hot. Agita. Agita? (laughs) <laughs> yeah. You, what? Agita. I'm giving you agita. Um, <laughs> I, what is that? I'll look it up. You mean you. agitated? Yeah, it's agita. Oh, okay. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I think that <laughs> what the most important part, and I always say this, is like communication. So mm-hmm. communicating from the very beginning with a seller that there are going to be times where the buyer it needs to come into the home. Yeah. So, and it's always written in something, mm-hmm. whether it's the, whether they're already putting it in the um, offer to purchase or they're putting it in the purchase and sales. It's going to say how, how many times the buyer has the right to come into the home. Mm-hmm. Um, and on that note, it does say that, but you have to keep in mind that that also includes it's the the buyer and their representatives. Yeah. So they're not just showing up and being like, "Hey, yeah, can I you know make sure there's no but water even, in the basement?" Yeah, or but something? even like the representative of like the appraiser, that's considered one. Mm-hmm. That's one somebody's coming in the house on your behalf. So you, oh, that's interesting because yeah. the buyer isn't there exactly. I know, but it's on their behalf. Mm, yeah. So you have to make sure when you are talking to your attorney that you fully understand what does three times mean and can they deny you? They're not supposed to, but can they? Yeah, we just had that situation and they would not 
open the doors and let our clients in. And you can ask and you can plead and you can do whatever you want. But if you go on somebody's property and they told you you can't, that's called trespassing. Mm -hmm. So uh, make sure you have that. But um, going into the house, this is the other thing too. And I think it's really important. I'm glad you brought that point up because my head wasn't going in that direction, but you brought me there. So I don't know if I'll ever get back to whatever my original thought was. Squirrel. Well, not if you keep talking about it. Yep, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Then I'm going to forget this one. But you know, you get to get in, you get to go into the house how many times? All right, so let's just say it's three times. Forget about the appraisal and all that other things. So this one situation that I had had um, over like this past week, it was a closing uh, for one of our buyer clients. And I was there probably about four weeks ago, three or four weeks ago. They wanted to bring in a couple contractors, get some measurements and do things. That's the normal reason why people mm-hmm. want to go in. They want to measure for furniture or whatever. And I had met them there. And as I was walking around, I noticed something. What do you think I noticed? You're never going to guess, but like I'll I'll throw it out there you, just to be interactive. You were you were walking around and you noticed we're some, we're going to be closing in four weeks, five weeks that they hadn't even started packing. I didn't even see a box. Yeah, not even one. You like how I guessed that? Yeah, you are good. Um, so, um, but you, you know, I know you're good. Yeah, yeah you know, I know. That's, I am. Good. That's why we've kept you here so long. I'm you're good. better oh. than me. <laughs> no. But yeah, I noticed, and I said that when we were outside because, you know, our clients got a hard time. And this conversation was going through Mary because Mary, you know, primarily does work with a lot of our buyer clients in this process. And the reason why we couldn't get in is because she was moving that weekend. And I didn't even see one moving box, (laughs) never mind anything out of the house. Well, maybe she was just getting up from the couch and leaving. She was leaving it all behind. I don't know. But but that's like a good reason to get in there. But Mm -hmm. then you can have that conversation. I have to tell you, I'm certainly not going to tell you where the house was or any of that. But I will tell you, these are the times when you get down on your hands and knees and you thank God that the agent on the other side is a good professional agent. Mm-hmm. That's and I can't give her name either. I wish I could. Um, it's just that if I do, it would give away maybe where the house is. Yeah. So I, I certainly don't want to do that. But she was wonderful. I actually called her in the morning and of the final walkthrough because I knew that it was going to be an issue. There were things left behind. There was some mess left behind. There was nails. Just so much. I just called her and I just said, "Listen, I just want to commend you and Mary for working so." good together so well together on this because i know that a lot of emotions were high Mm. yeah well it's an emotional thing no matter what even if it's going well like it's Mm -hmm. it's still emotional for somebody but it's usually emotional for in a good way but this was emotional in a stressed way yeah and that's what we try to avoid with a setting the expectations of this is how it's supposed to you know go go down mm-hmm. <laughs> essentially yeah. like this is how it's supposed to work yeah, work yeah um, I think another point to make is making sure that everybody knows exactly what a fixture is yes exactly like what you can and can't take what is expected because mm-hmm. that can be a gray area mm-hmm. um, that has sort of you know when somebody thinks that you know, a light fixture or something that is affixed on the wall, like something they think that it's going to stay and the seller wants to take it, then it should have been excluded. It just all just depends like how it's so, so sort of like convoluted, but yet so simple is like, okay, is it, 
Is it attached to the wall? Yeah. And how is it attached? Is it screwed? Yeah. Is it glued? Is it, you know, all of these things? And if you take it off, what's left behind? Then you have to repair that. That always comes up with TVs. So the TV, you know, isn't actually attached to the wall. The bracket that yeah. holds the, the TV, is. the mounting is. So actually, those mounts should stay. If they are excluded, then if they come off, they should be patched and repaired. In this situation, they weren't. And it was asked for several weeks ago when I was there. Yeah. So the other thing is is that when you're putting it live in MLS you can put in like the um like the uh exclusions or disclosures yeah. or anything that like they're staying or they're not staying. Mm-hmm. You, just to sort of cover yourself too. So mm-hmm. even so if you don't want to do that work, just put it in and say, you know, they're staying. Yeah. Absolutely. Somebody can come in and say, no, I want them taken out, like, and put a part of their offer. But if you Mm -hmm. put it out there that you don't want to take them and you don't want the responsibility of patching the wall. Mm -hmm. And it's funny, too, because when I think about televisions and being mounted on the walls, I I wonder how I would feel as a buyer. I guess, like, like at my house, that I have the TV over my fireplace, and I, I would guess that that's where somebody would leave that. But... In this situation, there was one in the kitchen dining area, and I wouldn't want a, anything there. Yeah, I think it makes sense in your living room because you have, like, the built-ins and you have the fireplace. And there's not really anywhere else that you could put your TV because you have so many windows and you have the, the doors to mm-hmm. the deck. Um, so it makes sense for your mm-hmm. TV to be mounted. Um, I'm just thinking of, like, Mary's living room. Like, it's... It, I, it could go either way. It could be mounted where the TV is now, or it could be on the the cabinet that it is now. Mm-hmm. So it's it. I feel like it just depends on sort of the mm-hmm. space. Um, and then as me as a buyer walking in, like I've never had a mounted TV. Like I've always mm-hmm. put a TV on a piece of furniture. But again, it's, mm-hmm. it's the space that you know. Yeah, every TV in my house is mounted. The the one in the cabana, the one down in my workout room. The one in my bedroom. Mm-hmm. They're all mounted on the wall. All right. Well, so you prefer that? I don't know. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I was just thinking it through. But you know what? I think we skipped a little bit, too. So did we really talk about why the what the understanding of the final walkthrough is? No. Yeah, so, so the final walkthrough, just as... Uh, I wish we had that opportunity to put, like, where we... Like, like we went backwards. Like rewind? Yeah, rewind. Please so, be kind. Rewind. Yes. Um, the final walkthrough is when you as the buyer have the opportunity to walk through the house and assess to make sure that it is in the same condition as you last saw it. So, you know, and it's a good opportunity to make sure when the moving company came and they had the four-posted bed, like no no holes are in the walls as they came down Mm -hmm. the stairs. Or for me, is it on here, like the timing, like when people should do it? I don't know if I Um, should get into that now because... I I don't know. I sort of touched upon it because I have a theory and I know you have sort of the same theory but um but yeah just maybe continue on with like the importance yeah so the importance of this is because once you sign papers you own it so you own the problems as well which brings me into the timeline and you know there are sometimes if the house is vacant people are like oh I'm gonna go there a couple days Mm -hmm. before as a buyer's agent and I would never do that yeah 
I would say also as like a little note or tip, like if you are doing um, a home inspection while you're doing your home inspection, also make note of things that like you see because that's when you're really walking through the houses during your home mm-hmm. inspection. So if you're like, if you notice that there's so much stuff in the backyard, mm-hmm. make note of that and before you even sign purchase and sales because maybe you could even get it in there. Get it into your purchase and sales agreement. That everything needs to be taken out. Mm-hmm. You don't want anything. You don't want the wood. You don't want the Extra tiles paint. from 1967. You don't, you don't want yeah. any of it because you know in in some situations they'll say, "Well, this stuff was here when I bought it. It doesn't care. It doesn't matter to me. I wasn't your buyer's agent, so yeah, it should have know. mattered to you when you bought it. Yeah, so too late now. You have to get rid of it. You own it. You own that person's problem. Um, so I like to do that final walkthrough for my clients about an hour or two before the closing. And I know that that feels very rushed on the day of closing, especially if you're closing on two properties at the same yeah. time, right? But the, I feel the reason you want to do that is because you know, even if you went the night before or if you went the day before or two days before and everything looked perfect, I still think that there should be that one sweep through that just says, okay, everything is okay. How do you know that? I'm not going to blame this on kids, but let's, for an example, kids are out in the street, they're playing baseball, softball, whatever ball, and boop, a ball goes flying, hits one of the windows and breaks the window. Mm-hmm. Well, it, they were playing that morning, so you didn't see it, or they played last night after you already left. So that problem it would be still the seller's problem. Yeah. Um, the other thing too, water heaters, I don't care what a home inspector says, they can go anytime. You could have yeah. a home inspector, I mean, a water heater that's 10 years old, two days old, and things happen. Yeah. So that's why I like to do it the day of. Well, we're already at 10.30. You're listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. <laughs> uh, we are going to take a break at 10.30. But if you have any call, um, t- uh, conversations or topics or uh, questions for us regarding this topic or any other topic with real estate, feel free to give us a call. 781-837-4900. 781-837-4900. And we'll be right back. face it, we all get to the point in our lives when our current home no longer suits our everyday needs. With ever-changing living dynamics, addressing your future is all about right-sizing. You know, finding the right size home for you right now. Are you having difficulty with navigating multiple levels in your home? Are you finding that yard work is taking up all of your free time? Do the home maintenance projects seem never-ending? Let us help you find the right size for you right now. I'm Sharon McNamara, the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me and my team or one of the dedicated agents at Boston Connect Real Estate to discuss your real estate needs, you can connect with us at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. Let's face it. We all get to the point in our lives when our current home no longer suits our everyday needs. With ever-changing living dynamics, addressing your future is all about right-sizing. You know, finding the right-size home for you right now. Are you finding yourself in an unexpected circumstance? Are you worried about a loved one living alone? Does multi-generational living make the most sense for you? Let us help you find the right size for you right now. I'm Sharon McNamara, the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me and my team or one of the dedicated agents at Boston Connect Real Estate to discuss your real estate needs, you can connect with us at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. 
We now return to Talk Real Estate, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services on 95.9 WATD. And we are back. You are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. My name is Melissa Wallace, and I am here with Sharon McNamara. Hello. 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 Um, today I'm we're hoping tra- Steven Tyler is listening. Oh, yeah. Steven Tyler, if you're After- listening to WATD <laughs> this morning because you are, like, from Marshfield... Just call us and like sing. That would Can make you call us. That would make my Can day. You give us a call, Stephen Tyler. If you wouldn't mind calling the studio right now, seven eight one eight three seven four nine zero zero, and just saying, walk this way. Yeah, and then hang up. <laughs> no, continue to talk, yeah, to, us. talk to us. Let us know if you've ever done a final walkthrough. Yeah. Do you think Stephen Tyler does the final walkthrough? Do you think if Stephen Tyler was buying your house, you wouldn't have it completely perfect, anyways? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that what we're talking so about is walkthroughs. So we're going to walk this way. That was so, you're ingenious, Tim. I love yeah, it. Yeah, I know. <coughs> After you mistake, mistook, 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 mistook yeah. him for Mick Jagger. Don't tell, yeah, don't tell <laughs> Stephen Tyler. I mistook him for Mick Jagger. Julie, <laughs> now, it's out there. That's it. I'm oh. going to tell the story now that we're there, okay? So um, I, I just, I'm one of those people. I'm not a very, like, starstrucky person. You know what I mean? I remember when I worked at Reebok before kids and before I got into real estate 20 um, years ago, you know, we had a lot like Shaquille O'Neal, you know, Adam Oates was my favorite. These are all people you don't remember because you're too young. Uh, but I a know lot who of, Shaquille O'Neal is. Yeah, but you don't know who Adam Oates is and he has the most beautiful blue eyes. He was a hockey player for the Bruins and, um, you know, a lot of people that were, you know, sponsored by uh, Reebok, you know, I would mm-hmm. see these people often and um, a, a never a very starstrucky person. So one day it was in the summer, probably three or four years ago, and I went to Roach Brothers. I was actually probably at the studio at WATD and then I stopped at Roach Brothers on my way home and in comes this red convertible roof down the man at the steering wheel with his hair flying and like a beautiful beautiful <laughs> woman sitting next to him hmm. who else yeah. could it be yeah who else could yeah. it be wow. so I called my husband Mark and I was like Mark you're never gonna believe this he's like what I go I just saw Mick Jagger <laughs> and he's oh like, no he's like no. what he's like who do you think you saw? I go, I think I saw Mick Jagger. And he's like, Sharon, where are you right now? I go, Roach Brothers in Marshfield. He goes, that would have been Steven Tyler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, it's not Mick Jagger. No. no. Well, that's me again. But I apologize, Steven Tyler. So if you're listening, please call us. Make my day. Make my year. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, okay, there, there's my show. So we're talking about final walkthroughs. You want to give everybody an update? Yeah, uh, the update is do a final walkthrough, and we're going to tell you when. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, so, well, I mean, should we segue into that then, when you should do it? Or do, yeah. Do I think we finish I, a part of what, the importance of it? Yeah, Looking, we, making we sure that you, about it. As a buyer, making sure that you, you know, are writing down and noting things that, that need to be done. Yeah. As a seller, making sure that those things are done. Yeah. <laughs> and two, I think what we want to talk about too is, you know, the timing. I like to do it a, uh, an hour or two before the closing. And I told before the break, my reason for that is because if anything did happen overnight, at least you know with fresh eyes that it's happened. Or right? even an like, hour before when a water main breaks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that happened to me and Mary. Yeah, I know. That's right? why I brought it up. And that was another hot um, heat wave, ninety mm-hmm. something degrees. And that was a domino, I think. Yeah, weren't they? Mm-hmm. They were buying something else. Yeah. Um, so it was your listing a condo in Abington, I think. Yeah. Abington, Rockland. They are. Um, and the water main broke right in front of the condo. Yeah. Water and they were bubbling. Purchasing. Yeah. 
And I just, I have this picture of just you guys just like sitting there like, okay, like the now water I, department's there and everything. And they're like, uh. Oh, no, we didn't just have to get a water department. Yeah. We had to get an ex- excavator. Excavator? Yeah. How do you say that? Excavator. We had to, you would not believe what we had to go through. Do you know how hard that is to do on the last day of the month in June when 4th of July is right around the corner and it's a heat wave? But well, here's the you good do news. now. We did it. We did it. You we did got it. we got that done. Um, so that's the reason why. So maybe we talk about some of the items uh, that yeah. come up, and then let's discuss how you can handle it if something isn't right. For the most part, things are right, but when they're not, when you said items, I immediately thought of appliances. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah. So be very specific mm-hmm. with what you want. If you are a buyer putting in an offer and you want appliances, say that like the house isn't being sold with the refrigerator. Very common. It's used as a negotiation tool, the washer, dryer, refrigerator. Mm-hmm. If those are the things that you definitely want, put mm-hmm. them in your offer. The seller can say no. Mm-hmm. Um, they can be used as negotiation after home inspection or whatever during the process. But if someone says yes and you're supposed to be getting these certain things and they're not there during your final walkthrough, that's an issue. And you want to be very, very careful because this came up this past week. Uh, you can see I wrote it here. Have everything in writing. Mm-hmm. So it's funny. I went into shorthand mode. I didn't. You know how long it's been since I did shorthand? Ah. Uh. Wow, I went into shorthand. Um, so, uh, yes, you have to have everything in writing. Yeah. Because, you know, things seem like, oh, we're getting along fine. Everything is great. And then you have... You know, you ask for certain things. Hey, would you mind leaving? You know, if the seller doesn't want this, could they leave this? So let's just say it's a a bench of some sort, like a planter, Mm -hmm. right? Like maybe. And the seller says, yeah, of course I'll leave that. I don't have any place to put it anyways. But it never makes it into the purchase and sales agreement or some type. You're not supposed to have side agreements. But let's just say that that happened, that you had a side agreement of some Mm -hmm. items that they would leave behind. Um, Make sure you have it in writing. Because when you show up and those items are missing... You don't have a leg to stand on. Well, and also the importance of being specific is, okay, all appliances to be included. Okay, great. I I agree to that. Um, But you also meant the mini fridge in the cabana or the garage that you wanted, Mm -hmm. and they took it. That happened to us? Yeah. I know. That's why I'm bringing it up. And it wasn't a mini fridge. No. It was a full glass front fridge. Yeah, glass fridge. And... And and then there was also one where it was like the the fridge was like thirty years old yeah. or something, but they still wanted it. Yeah, they like, still no, wanted it for want the refrigerator. Well, the electricity, those things, Paul. I don't know why anyone would want it. Go out and buy a new one. Yeah, get a get a cooler. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, get a cooler. Get a cooler. Get a cooler. Um, yeah, so that is really important. So when you are when you are starting that process and you are asking for all appliances to be included per MLS, I always attach the MLS sheet as well because most of the time it will say in there like refrigerator, washer, dryer. The stove is considered attached. Um, and it's funny because you would think a gas one, you would, could, I can understand the reasoning behind that, but even if it's electric, it is considered. But you have to have the stove anyways for a house to be considered inhabitable. So, like, that's why that has to stay. Mm-hmm. And you can't switch out appliances. Don't get funny with people. I mean, people yeah. try to... Don't the, get funny with us. Stupid, like, they do stupid sh- stuff. Oh, I almost said it. Oh, you almost said it. I almost said it, but I didn't. For the first time in many, (laughs) many years, you almost swore. I did. But I didn't is the key there. I did not. I would not do that to Tim. And um, Thank you, Sharon. You're welcome. (laughs) Um, But, you know, you can't switch out the appliances. 
Well, yeah. Unless you're going to do it before the house goes on the market. Then you can, because what the person is seeing is what they're getting. Yeah, I mean, it, it's fine if you, you know, want to switch things out before you put your house on the market. I get it. Like, mm-hmm. say you have this, you know, Tiffany chandelier. It came from the Titanic. Mm. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> you almost yeah. just spit out your coffee. I did, I did. Um, and I'm only saying that because we saw, like, the sister one in New Hampshire. I literally thought of that. That's yeah. where my head went. I was in the Washington Hotel right there. Yeah. Say you stole the chandelier from the Washington <laughs> Hotel. <laughs> you have it in your home. And you want to take it with you to your next home. Take it down before you put your house yeah. in the market. Just put something else up. Can we talk about exclusions, even though that isn't our show? Maybe that's a topic that we can talk about, like exclusions well, and different things. Uh, well, here's the spin on that. Make sure, as a buyer, you know what uh, what is excluded because yeah. you're not looking for it. Exactly. Well, and I also think that anytime you put in an exclusion, so let's just say we have this Tiffany chandelier that we stole from the Washington <laughs> Hotel in our dining room. Which is a sister from the Titanic. <laughs> yes. It's in a, and it's a four by four room and like Mr. Tiffany himself, you, you know, created this item. I think it was a woman actually, wasn't it, Tiffany? Anyways, um, and you want that item and then we have the option in MLS to say excluded with the sale and we'll just say exclusions Tiffany you know uh, chandelier uh, from Mount Washington Hotel um, that we stole Um, (laughs) (laughs) that's excluded I have to tell you I think buyer mindset is if you tell me I can't have something I want it even more right so I always say yeah Change You're it saying out now. I can't have it? I want it. And now I want it. You're like a toddler. I am a toddler. <laughs> but it's like they might just put in there, you know, the chandelier over the dining room to stay, uh, to, you know, as an exclusion. Then I'm like, well, why? And then I do my research and I find out it is the stolen a, chandelier from Mount yeah. Washington Hotel. And it's worth a billion dollars. <laughs> I want it even I more. I want it. <laughs> yes. So that's how I feel when I'm, you know, talking to my clients. Actually, I did four CMAs this week uh, going through people's properties and everything. And, you know, when I go through somebody's home, I always say, I go through as the eyes of a buyer. Buyers are looking for what's wrong, not for what's right. And if you say that it's excluded, I'm going to want it more. So just take it out so they never even see it. They're not going to want what they don't know was there. Yeah. I think sometimes people just don't want to do the work. Well, then don't exclude it. No matter what, you're going to have to do the work. You're going to have to take it out eventually if you're excluding it. Yeah. You know? Don't, yeah, don't let somebody fall in love with something that you're not going to let them have. And I would say from a buyer perspective that if the, if I was the buyer's agent and I knew that they were taking that, you know, Tiffany Chandelier from Mount Washington Hotel, um... I would make sure that the rep- it's replaced with like fixtures um, or similar. You know what I mean? So I would want to make sure that it's replaced with something mm-hmm. that looks like it. Or if it's just going to be capped, that it's repaired. Yeah. The proper way. I just, I just think being neutral. Just be neutral. Mm-hmm. Like if you're going to take stuff out. Um, just mm-hmm. replace it with like something neutral that somebody could easily yeah, switch absolutely. out themselves and make it their own. Yeah. You know what I mean? Jelly bean? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. What else? You, you go on. Well, no. 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 Why? My heart will go on. No, that's all <laughs> I can think about. <laughs> now, because we're in that like mindset of why. Tim, have you ever been to the Mount Washington Hotel? No, I have not. I, I have been oh, on Mount Washington, but not to the hotel. Oh, you have to you do have that. You have to. Oh, my okay. gosh. It, it is... looks like the uh, hotel from The Shining. Yeah. Oh, and okay. I was going to say it's romantic, but she went with The Shining. <laughs> I know. <yeah. laughs> that could be romantic, too, <laughs> depending on what you're into. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it sort of looks like the hotel uh, from The Shining. But, yeah, um, but yeah it's a, it is a romantic hotel, but 
it's it has a lot of history and uh-huh. it's supposed to be haunted. Yeah. Oh, that's it definitely was, is haunted. Yeah. Was, we took a little tour. Mm-hmm. Um, we were there on the coldest day of like it was the coldest place on earth, wasn't it? Yeah. That day, and yeah. everyone's like, "Are you guys okay?" And we're like, "What? Yeah. What's going on? We oh. can't go in the hot tub. We are digressing. <laughs> okay, and we don't have. Oh much time. no, can't go in yeah. the hot tub. Yeah, no, but we don't no. go in hot tubs oh. anyways. No, I don't like hot tubs anyways. We then. don't go in hot tubs anyways. Okay. Well, that's for another show. That's for that's for a glass of wine. <laughs> yeah. <All right>. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so overall condition, what are, what was people looking for? So, you, I mean, for the final walkthrough, you want it to be in the condition that you found it and how you bought it and that everything is, nothing is left behind. So here's the other thing. People tend to leave paint behind because they say, oh, well, I left you the paint because I thought maybe you'd want to touch it up. And it's like, I assure you that nobody wants to touch up the mauve wall. Yeah, nobody your, likes that color, lady. Yeah. And I think that people want to change out their own colors. The reason, too, is, and again, I don't think that anything is done with malice. I really, truly do not. I think that people think, you know, I really love that mauve wall and I'm going to leave this paint behind in case they want to freshen it up. That's perfectly fine. You need to ask the buyer if they want those things. Don't just leave them there and assume that they do because they may not. So that happened this week. There was a ton of tiles that were left in a property and they were very old in the they did not want them. They did not want the expense of getting rid of them. They did not want the expense of uh, the time of moving them, and they were heavy. So yeah, don't assume. Don't assume. Yeah, you know what that means. Yes, and don't swear. And I won't. Um, so that's definitely something uh, that you can think about. So the other thing too is electronics and um, items like that, like a an alarm system. Yeah, like Simply Safe. These ring doorbells that has become a sort yeah, of a thing. That's become a thing. That's become a thing. If and why has it become a thing? It's become a thing because if you're selling a house and it's on the front of the house, I as the buyer am assuming that the house is priced according to the condition it's in and the items that it has. It has a ring doorbell. I'm expecting that it's going to be there. If it is attached to the house. It's attached to the house, right? So you can't just like pluck it off the wall like you would have to unscrew it and do things like that. If you are taking your ring doorbells and any of your items like that, maybe you have a Sonos or that's another one. What is that called? The Nest. No, the um, surround spe- sound. Yeah, surround sound. If you're going to take your surround sound speakers and all that, you need to put it in as an exclusion. Yeah. But again, if you do, I want it more. Yeah, but well, some of the speakers are like in the ceiling. Those ones you cannot. Yeah. Those ones you cannot. It's like trying to take the fire d- detectors. Oh, yeah. Well, that's happened. Yeah, I know. In what? The, in the carbon monoxide detector. Oh, yeah, come on. Really? Some people have tried to That's take crazy. Those. After the fact, because that's another show, too, is we have to have an inspection with the fire department before, and every town is different, so let's just say the, the certificate is good for 30 days. We'd like to have it a couple weeks before in case there's a hiccup. And they go around and they check the carbon monoxide and the smoke detectors and they give us a certificate. Well, I had a client, literally had a client that said, well, I'm taking my carbon monoxide detectors. They weren't hardwired. They were the ones that you put a plug in. And yeah, they can be expensive. They were like, well, I had to spend a lot of money on those. And I was Yeah, because like, you're selling your house. Yes, yes, I know. But they didn't understand. But you don't know what you don't know, I guess. Yeah, so I guess you need to be told. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, if we can't go back to... 
I assure our listeners, Melissa does not think that you're <coughs> dumb. No, 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 not at all. But like, don't take the carbon monoxide detectors. No, those need to stay. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm letting you know. Yeah. Um, if they are the plug-in ones, though, I wish Sue Bollinger was here to tell a story. Um, so oh, I won't. The, oh yeah, yeah I won't get into details. Yeah. Um, so Sue Sue Bollinger, she's a full-time real estate agent here at Boston Connect Real Estate. She's um, very. She's going to be on the show with us in a couple weeks. Oh yeah, yeah, she is. Actually, she's going to be talking Tuesday about buying night. and selling yeah. at the same time. And um, she was um, purchasing a home and um, went through the house and. Her husband was traveling for work, and she heard uh, the carbon monoxide detector going off. So she went out, and she was like, wow, that's strange. Like, really haven't been here that long. I'm surprised that it's, you know, why is this happening? Like, Like, low battery. Like, why is it giving me low battery? It's, like, plugged into the wall. Like, it shouldn't be a low battery. And she took it out of the wall, and the seller had actually just put it into the sheetrock. Yeah, because there was no, there was no plug there. There was no plug there, no electrical outlet there, because the requirement is they have to be within 10 feet of every bedroom. Yeah. So there probably wasn't an outlet there, so he just stuck it into the wall. You want to know the bad part about this? He was a firefighter. Mm. Oh, come on. Swear to God. Oh. And she put it on Facebook. This was years mm. ago and when Facebook was new. And he came to the door with a new uh, carbon monoxide detector, basically in tears, saying, please take that post down because he would lose his job. And rightfully so. Yeah. You have something that's about to go into your right eye, by uh. the way. Um, so it looks like some makeup. Um just getting back to the overall condition and just like going through the house and making sure there's no cracks and leaks and everything um it's so it, it it's easy to hide things with like carpets mm-hmm. like little rugs mm-hmm. with things like strategic strategically placed always lift up the carpets and the rugs like mm-hmm. and i just think of like not wall to wall not wall to wall no but like if it's a throw throw rug or whatever, like mm-hmm. lift it up to make sure that things are like okay underneath it. Because I'm just thinking of the Carver house. Remember what during yeah. my um, during my home inspection, we lifted it up, and half the floor wasn't even real. It was plywood. It was plywood. Half the floor was plywood, and it was underneath the an the area carpet. rug. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's something too that comes up at home inspection. Where I remember uh, when we did our show. Um, with Steve Cook, uh, who was the previous owner of Imperial Inspection Services. And um, I remember him when we had him on the show and little things he used to do. He he would check under those scatter rugs. He would, if the kitchen counter was filled with all paperwork and everything, he would like move it to the side to put his paperwork down. And like he's found like burn marks and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, but anyways... Those are the things that you should be looking about before, but this is right before your final walkthrough. Let's just, just sort of jump ahead. So some of the things that you might find, you may find a hole. You might might find that it's not clean, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I've had many situations where, you know, everybody's cleanliness compass is set at a different range. And I remember this one house a couple of years ago that I had, and they were upset because of the shower. They didn't think that the shower was cleaned thoroughly. I won't use the exact words that they said. And they said, Sharon, I hope you don't think that I'm going to be cleaning that up. And I said, well, I hope you don't think I will be either. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yes, it was my <laughs> listing, but like, um, I just you know, I am not responsible for that, but I am. It's my reputation. So in some instances, I think that that was the only thing. And I think that there were other things going on with that house. But for the most part, 
you want to make sure that the house is very, very clean. Yeah. I just remember like um, doing a final walkthrough for a house and the um, buyer's agent and the buyers were coming through and I was like so happy that they left a sponge in the mm-hmm. sink because I was washing spaghetti sauce off of the walls mm-hmm. as they're like walking through. I'm like, hey guys, just, yeah. take, just taking care of this. Yeah. <laughs> Not a big deal. Um, but yeah, everyone's sort of level of cleanliness is different. But yeah, and you don't be. judge people no. for that. It's just that everybody's compass yeah. is at a different gauge, you know. So um, one of the things I think I'm going to start incorporating, and I want to talk to Mary about this, is maybe for our clients because I know the stresses that they're under is maybe offering, you know, for clients who list with us that will pay for our cleaning company to mm-hmm. go out and do a final clean. So it's one less thing that they have to think about. You know, they can get it in broom swept condition, and we'll go in and give it a, a final clean. Yeah. Um, and then repairs and maintenance. This is another good one too is because you know one of the houses that you know we've been dealing with is um during an inspection uh there was some mold that was found in the attic and it was because the vent the tubing to the vent to the shower Mm -hmm. had come loose up in the attic it was a walk-up attic and the buyer simply requested that that be fixed. Yeah. It wasn't a big fix, by the way. Literally had to put it on and put some tape around it, and that was the end of it. But at the final walkthrough, what do we find? It's not fixed. Mm. Come on, people. Come on. So those are items that you want to make sure, if you are working, get everything in writing. I can't say that enough. Get everything in writing. Those are the things that you want done for the final walkthrough. If they're not done at the final walkthrough, then we're going to uh, tell you some of the things that you can do for that. Nice. Okay. Anything else on that? <laughs> well, I think that's the important... Like, you just touched upon it. It's important to do this final walkthrough because it, it your agent... Like, that's what your agent is for. So, mm-hmm. like, if there is an issue, your agent is the one taking care of it. They're the mm-hmm. one talking to the attorneys. It, like, and if it comes to things being monetary, mm-hmm. um, then the attorneys get involved. But, like, for the most part, mm-hmm. you can sort of handle it mm-hmm. as an agent. Um, you know, just saying, hey you know, this wasn't done, this wasn't done, whatever. Okay, well, let's agree to this. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, you just get it done. Yeah. Um, And I think as a seller, especially if you're moving on and buying and purchasing another home after the fact, just make sure it's done the right way because all it's going to do is hold you up. Yeah. Yeah. And especially if you're doing it on a Friday, now you're waiting until Monday. We only have a few minutes left, but if you have any comments about this topic, 781-837-4900, you can call Tim at the studio. Still waiting for Steven Tyler to call me. Yeah, I know. Steven, We were supposed to do our yard sale today, but um, the weather did not permit, so we um, are postponing it, and we'll let everybody know. We'll let everybody know. Our new date. Yeah. Um, Uh, So I want to let people know what they can do. So you get to the final walkthrough. The house isn't clean. There's items that are missing that should have been there. There, um, It's dirty, like when you open up the drawers and things like that, uh, not cleaned out. Um, maybe all the holes in the wall weren't properly patched or spackled and mm-hmm. things like that. Um, maybe all the nails are still in the walls. Maybe there's some debris that's still left behind. Um, items that you don't want, like, you know, a big piece of furniture that, the seller had a hard time moving doesn't mean yeah. just because you can't move it doesn't mean I want it mm-hmm. um, but another good tip that's in our agenda too is make sure you always have your contract with you and for us it's really easy because we're so electronic now so while I was at this final walkthrough this past week I was able to pull up the document and see exactly what was yeah. listed and I was like those planters never made it to the purchase and sales agreement yeah 
and when you're in the beginning love stage of you know dating can I have this is oh yeah of course you can of course you can but then as things go on things change in people's minds so yeah I'm just thinking of um <clears throat> there's a a memory had popped up from last year when I covered a final walkthrough for Kristen Hallett um and it was in Marshfield and I just I had everything printed out and I had my little um mm-hmm. I had it in a folder and everything and some and uh, Julia took my picture because she's like you look like you're going like the first day of school and I'm like well I have all my information i'm making sure that everything is going to be at the house that's supposed to be yeah. remember mark went for us one time i think we were in san francisco yeah we were all in san francisco and somebody took his picture outside the house like yeah. the girls did when yeah. they were going to school <laughs> yeah like so funny we left him with a binder of like everything that he needed to do when we were away yeah. um but any final thoughts because we do have three new listings for boston yes. connect real yes. estate so, so let me just fi- finalize with this if a seller tells you that everything that's left in the garage is going to be out of the garage i am specifically talking about a situation i had with a Alyssa McNamara Reed, that's the show before us, my niece. We get there, no, everything was not taken out. So mm-hmm. you want to make sure that that's all taken care of. You can do a hold back. So you just get in touch with the attorney as the real estate agent and say, you know, all of these items were left behind. Or there are major things like tires in the backyard. Um, I had a situation where in the winter with a ton of snow, they, I was upstairs and I noticed a pile in the backyard with snow covering it and underneath it were mattresses. So oh. it's expensive to get rid of those things. So you do a hold back until the seller uh, the, the seller rectifies those situations. In my opinion, I don't think the seller is going to be happy about coming back. So I'd rather you give me a check and I'll take care of it. So those yeah. are the things that you can do. Uh, but if you have any other questions about this topic, uh, feel free to give uh, me a call. 781-294-4848 is my cell phone number. <coughs> um, you can always reach me by email, Sharon at bostonconnect.com. And you can find me on social media and uh, bostonconnect.com. All right, tell everybody about our new listings and uh, we're also having an open house tomorrow. I will announce this one. Yeah. Uh, 22 Raymond Ave in Pembroke. It is a three-bedroom ranch, uh, new septic system, all brand new appliances, freshly painted, uh, new upgraded electrical system. Um, it looks really, really nice. New floors, um, glazed tub. Um, it's really, it's a cute, cute, cute little house. Uh, 379.9 and Sue Ball will be doing that open house for me tomorrow uh, from 12 to 2. 22 Raymond Ave. Yes. Um, Emmy Flaherty has a new listing, 207 Samoset Street, Unit A4 in Plymouth. She's doing an open house from 10 to 12 today and from 9 to 11 tomorrow. Um, that is on the market for 259 Cute condo in Plymouth. Great location. Um Susan Solis has a new listing, 130 Union Bridge Road in Duxbury. Um, That is offered at 1.325. That is a gorgeous house. We've gotten a lot of great feedback on the social Mm -hmm. media with that one. Um, I believe she's doing by appointment. Um, She did an open house yesterday. So if you want to go on bostonconnect.com and get all of her contact information, again, it's 130 Union Bridge Road in Duxbury. Um, And then the Grady team has a new listing, 280 Broadway in Hanover. That is on the market for 819. They are doing an open house tomorrow from 11 to 1. Sharon and I both saw that yesterday and I was like, Mm -hmm. 
I like this. It's really it's nice. It's so nice. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's so nice. Um, again, go to bostonconnect.com. You can get all of the contact information for those um, listing agents and all the open house information for those as well. Follow mm-hmm. us on social media, of course. Yeah, absolutely. It's and I have a couple new room. listings coming up. One will be um, a four-bedroom colonial in Duxbury. And I also have um, a condo townhouse, uh, two-bedroom coming up in the Meadows, which is a condo development in Pembroke. So I have those two coming up uh, really soon. So uh, give us a call. We also, of course, have Cochise Estates in West Bridgewater, 92 units, mixture of townhomes and single family. And we have uh, 40 units in Hanson, and that's Cushing Trail. And those are uh, townhouses, and those will be starting at 570. So uh, give me a call if you want any information about my new listings, 781-294-4848. Those will be coming soon, but I just want to say, won't you be my neighbor? Have a great, great day, everybody. Bye, Tim. Bye. You know how? By just your being you. There's only one person in the whole world exactly like you, and that's you yourself. And people can like you exactly as you are. It's WATD FM Marshfield, WBMS Brockton.